Thank you for joining me today at War Room. So before we get started, let's go ahead and pray. Father, I thank you for your word. Thank you <laughs> for your word is life and health and healing to our bodies. Father, we ask you now to open the eyes of our understanding so that way our spirit receives your word, that we are doers of your word and not just hearers. Lord, we thank you. That as we study your word, you are just making more and more true and alive to us. Because your word is life and health and all that we ever will need in this world is in your word. And we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. You know, as I work in my secular job, uh, patients will come in and they will want, I'm trying to give a small comparison about what I'm going to talk about today. What I'm going to talk about today is called the marvelous middle. God knows the beginning. He knows the end. What happened to the middle? He knows the middle as well. But in most cases, we as believers, when we believe God for something, we know the beginning, he says, pray and believe. We got that. And at the end, he said, you will see that you will get the reward of your salvation. You will get it because you believe you receive. Well, until we get there, until we see it, what happened to that middle piece? What do we do? How do we cope with that middle piece? That's what we're going to be talking about today. So, you know, as a nurse, um, the patients will come in and they will get prepared for surgery, for open heart surgery. That's the area that I work in mostly. I recover open heart surgery and heart transplant and all of that. I haven't done heart transplant in a while, but mostly open heart surgery is uh, primarily the kind of patients we see. When the doctor go talk to the patient, he talks to them about all their care primarily uh, from the beginning of the surgery, pr- pretty much to the end of the surgery. Somewhere in the middle, he skip a lot of things and just want to talk about, hey, do you know something can go wrong during the procedure? Yeah, you're aware of that? Yeah, yeah, sign your life away. Kind of thing, you know. But then we nurses, we sit down with the patient and talk to them about all these things. You're going to have pain. You're going to be difficult to walk. You're going to get out of the bed. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. That's the middle piece that nobody want to go through. So we rather talk to them more generically because each patient will respond to those middle middle uh, recovery time. We call it a recovery time individually at a different level, at a different pace because they all have the indoor pain differently. So while we have that story in mind, I'm going to talk to you about the marvelous middle that we always have trials, we all have temptation in life. But the way we go through that middle phase when we say amen before the results comes, before we see the results physically, there's a middle section that we go through and we're all going to face that middle section a little differently. Depends on our culture, on our upbringing, but basically it should be depend on what the word of God said and how resilient and steadfast and stubborn we are to apply the word of God. We have to be that way in order for us to come to the end because the devil will try. He will try. He will send his crew and pay them over time. He will send people that he will pay time and a half just to distract us, just, just to knock us off course. But when we stay on the word of God, we know that middle piece should be very easy. So I will call it the marvelous middle. So now let's go to Isaiah chapter 46, verse 9 and 10. And I'm reading from a, I'm reading from the modern English trend, uh, a version. It says, verse 9 says, Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is no one like me. 
declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, the things that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand and I will do all my good pleasure. Yeah, God is saying that he knows the beginning. He declared the beginning from the end. He knows all in between. He said, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. He covers the whole spectrum. But the thing here is most of all try to depend so much on our senses that we miss out on what God has. And most of the time, believers give up too quickly. We give up, give up too soon. Too soon we give up. Huh? We cannot afford to do that. So this marvelous middle, God knows that you haven't been through this before. You know, another, another, another story I want us to look at is one that is very, very popular. Let's go ahead and turn to Mark chapter 4 verse 35. This is when Jesus got, got through teaching and he told his disciple, he said, let's go to the other side. That's the beginning. And then when you look at, uh, uh, chapter five, my chapter five, verse one, I'm going to just give you the beginning and the end. The beginning says my chapter four, verse 35 said the same day when the evening has come, Jesus said unto them, let us go to the other side. Let's stop right there. Let's go to the other side. And then when you right next door is chapter five, verse one, day went to the other side of the sea in the region of the uh, Gethsemane. So you see, the beginning, let's go to the other side. The end, they got to the other side. <laughs> they got to the other side. Now, this is a story. Uh, we'll read the rest of the story. It said, verse 36 says, When they had set the crowd, sent the crowd away, he took him, the boat. Uh, where am I? Yeah. There were also other little boats on the sea, and of course, a great windstorm arose, and the wave was sharp, and they beat against the boat, and I mean, this was terrible, right? Uh, <laughs> it was so much bad that uh, the boat started to sink. There was water in the boat. Jesus didn't see all of that. He just said, let's go to the other side. He went to the lower part of the boat and he fell asleep. Now, his disciple came to him, verse 39, he arose. No, let's, let's go back up. So verse 38 said, he was in the a stream asleep on a pillow. They awoke him and said, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? They accused him of not caring. Oh my. He arose and he did something. He rebuked the storm or the wind. He rebuked the sea. He said, be still. Then he, then the, the, then the, the, the wind was calm. He rebuked the storm and the wind and they were calm. Then he turned to them. He going to talk to them. He said, why? He said, where, uh, why are you so fearful? Why are you so fearful? How is that you have no faith? So in the, in the mid, the beginning is he's told them, let's go to the other side. The end is they got to the other side. The middle ground is where the problem is. It's where the storm of life hits really hard. When you believe you receive something from the law, it's not going to be an easy fight. Do you really think the devil is going to lay down his arm and say, okay, that's okay. They believe, they receive, and that settles it. We just going to play that. No, <laughs> no. He does not. He does not play fair. He never will play fair. He's the father of all lies. But you see, your father knows that. 
And it, you know something funny? He knows that you have not walked on the river before, on the water before. He knows that you have not believed him to heal cancer before. He knows that you have not believed him to save your parking spot in the front when you go shopping. He knows that. And he's ready to work with you. He will meet you where you are. So what do I do with the middle ground? If he had told you about the middle ground, you wouldn't have to trust him. He wants you to trust him. He said, I am the God. He said, did you see that scripture we read? He said, he said in Isaiah chapter 46, he said, remember the former things of all, for I am God and there is no other, for I am the Lord and there is no God like me. No God like me. He wants you to trust him. He wants us to trust him that we will go through this middle section without any, any problem. Yeah, you know something? It's going to be hard. I'm not going to come lie to you or sugarcoat to you that it's going to be a walk in the park. You have to stand. There is the scripture, uh, Ephesians ch- chapter 6. It says in there, after you have done all to stand, you stand. Then it didn't say after you have done all to stand, you lay down. After you have done done all to stand, you sit down. After you have done all to stand, you cry. After you have done all to stand, you say, "Oh, why me?" After you have done, or you haven't done all to stand, if you're having those little inter intermitting uh, uh things, those will come. But what do you do with those? Because you're in the middle. You fix your eyes on the Lord. It is not the easiest thing because I went through it. I'm still going through some stuff. It's not an easier thing, but if you refuse to give in and you refuse to give out, <laughs> victory is at the end. He said, well, Sister Juanita, how do I do that? Let's go to a scripture. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 41. First of all, this is a scripture of encouragement. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 says, Isaiah 41 verse 10 just simply encouraging us. It says, do not be afraid, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will do what I will strengthen you. I will help you. Yes, I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteous right hand. Excuse me. So in the daytime, I'll ask the Lord if I'm struggling. I'll say, Lord, you have got to help me yet today. You have got to help me. Keep that picture of victory in my mind. Keep that picture in my head. I refuse because you see, thinking on the wrong thing will really, it almost like you pull a plug from your faith. Your faith was in the plug to charge up, but you went, literally went to the wall and you just pull the plug out. That's what wrong thinking is going to do. So when the devil is pulling his, throwing at me fiery darts of darts and unbelief, I just said, Lord, help me, remind me of your word. And I would just start praying in the spirit. And I said, Lord, remind me of your word. I'll go back to the promises that promised me my answer. I'll go back to those scriptures that promised me my answer. And even if I have tears running down my face, I had tears running down my face sometimes. And I refused to give him. And I said, no, no, no. I would not think on those things. I would, I would keep my mind on him. You know, there's a scripture in Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. It says that Isaiah 26, verse 3, it said, 
You will keep him in perfect peace who mind is still on you because he trusts in you. How is he going to keep, how is he going to keep us in perfect peace? If our mind is on the problem, if our mind is circulating and rerunning the same mountain and going around it and detecting all the different ships and corner and turns of the mountain of your problem. When we keep our mind on him, then he gets to strengthen us and keep us in perfect peace. How do we keep our mind on him through this middle section? By meditating on his word, going back to the scripture that gave us the answer. For example, if my body needs healing, he said by his straps, his straps I'm healed. And Matthew, Matthew uh, 8, 17 says, he took my sicknesses. He bore my sins and my sicknesses. If he took them, I don't need to have them. That means I don't have them. That means the devil is trying to feed me a lie information that caused me to rewrite and focus on something else. Just like he did to the disciple when they were on the ship. Going to the other side on a nice evening and the wind came and it blew against the ship and everything going wow. And they got afraid and they said, Lord, you don't care. Only fear asked or uh, accused the Lord and saying you don't care. Because he cares. He loves you. He loves me. We have to stand our ground. So this is the thing I want you to take out of this today. What do I do in the middle? This is the thing. You will get to the end. You will never get to the end though if you have if you don't cross the middle. If you don't cross this middle, you'll never get to the end. So in order to get to the end, there has to be a middle line and you're going through that. And the Lord will see you through. My primary objective today is for you and me to get back to those scriptures that promise us our answer. And those scriptures, we should keep our mind on those scriptures, meditating in there. And so how do you meditate? Lord, I thank you that your word is working in my body. That even though I don't see healing right now, but I believe you healed my body on the cross 2,000 years ago. And by your stripes, I'm healed. And I confess today that your word is working mightily in my body performing a kill i thank you i walk in divine health i thank you that all my cells you are meditating that all my cells are working together functioning together properly all my nerves you are meditating but if you sit down quietly and allow the devil to feed you that you're not making any progress you are literally meditating as well but you're meditating in fear you're not meditating the right way so today, in order to get through that middle line, I encourage you to meditate on the scriptures, not the Antichrist. Go back to those scriptures that promise you your results. Feed on them again. Get them on the inside of you and meditate on those. And I know you and me were coming out because he promised that. He promised it. If he didn't promise it, then that makes him a liar. If he doesn't come through, excuse me, that makes him a liar. But he's not a liar. He is a faithful father. And he will see you through that middle ground. So don't give in, okay? I love you and thank you for joining me again here at War Room. We'll see you back here next week. God bless you.